Hi, my name is Nikki. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Bed Crime Crime Stories. Stories. A weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. So, um, got two headlines for you this this episode. The first one I found on People.com. This was published on September 19th. And the headline reads, Teen witnessed dad's murder and escaped into the woods. And then he found a way to call for help. It's very long title, very long headline, very good story. So 15-year-old Jack Gershman wound up spending the night alone in the woods after witnessing his dad shot and killed by person or persons unknown. He fled into the woods and was able to, with great effort, get enough reception to call for help. Um, It's a very sad story, obviously given the circumstances, but it's a really great survivor story. Uh, You can read all about it on people.com. The second headline comes to us from CBS News. This was published on the 18th of September, and the headline reads, Cheer star Jerry Harris is charged with producing child pornography. So there was a docuseries on Netflix. I want to say... Okay, so 2020, we all know, right, is the year that will never end. I don't really remember when Cheer came out on Netflix. I don't know if anybody else does. Um, But it came out within the last 12 months is my recollection. And one of its breakout stars was Jerry Harris. It was 2020. It was 2020. The year that'll never end. So cheer, cheer came out in 2020. Jerry Harris was kind of the breakout star. He was one of the cheerleaders um, on the college cheer team that was followed for this story. Um, and he was actually arrested recently on federal child pornography charges. So it's a crazy story. Super tragic. I actually read the whole article and read additional articles about it because of course then I wanted to kind of know what was going on um so sad for the victims just absolutely a terrible terrible story I recommend reading the article for any cheer fans out there I haven't watched it I did want to I had like plans on watching cheer because I've heard great things about it and now I'm not sure if I'm gonna uh jury's still out on that one but you can check out that story on cbsnews.com and this has been Charlie with your true crime headlines. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic over to Nikki and she is going to um, give us all her bed crime story for this week. Hey, so it is Nikki and I'm going to go ahead and say that I am no expert when it comes to any of this. Um, Uh, Can't relate. No, I'm totally not an expert. So I just want to I just want to say I'm no Paul Holes. I'm no Billy Jensen. Shout out to y'all. Billy, let's go to Disneyland. Is that like a thing? He he's a big Disney nerd. Oh, I didn't know that. Me too. So. I know you are, but I'm just. I maybe you are. <laughs> no, it, you I know. <laughs> it made me love him even more. But okay, so my sources for this week are Wikipedia, People.com, Billboard.com, and Christina Grimmy, the Murder of the Rising Star Orlando Centennial podcast. Oh, yeah. Joey, do you know the Grimmy story? I sure do. Oh, this is a sad one. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, so Christina Grimmy is best known from YouTube. Um, she's really popular on YouTube. Um, so she and her brother Mark had posted um, videos of her singing online in, mm-hmm. starting in 2009 just because she was like really shy, introverted kind of girl, but she was really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christina and Mark were very close and had matching tattoos on the inside of their arms that read player one and player two. That's cute. Isn't it? That's cute. I wish I got along with my brother like that. Mm. Like I get along with my sister like that. 
<laughs> I don't. None of my Sorry. siblings. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Um, so she was really heavy, uh, introvert who loved music and video games. Um, she, her family moved from New Jersey because she's from New Jersey, um, to California when she was in high school so she could chase her dreams. Um, so she covered Nelly's Just a Dream with a fellow YouTuber. Have you guys heard that? No. It's so freaking good. Is it? It's, oh my gosh. I've listened to it like five times today. Um, she recorded it with fellow YouTuber Sam to to see t-s-u-i okay which received more than 160 million views over eight years okay which is a lot of views for youtube oh yeah for sure Uh uh-huh so in 2011 she uh placed number two in the my youtube competition i tried looking up what that was Mm -hmm. i couldn't really find much information on it Mm. so jovi's gonna pull out (laughs) Captain Google. Yes. Um, but she basically placed behind Selena Gomez. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So, like, she beat out, like, Justin Bieber and, like, Rihanna. Like, she beat out, like, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. And I think uh-huh. she was, like, I don't know how old she was in 2011. I think she was, like, 15 when she started YouTube. So, she's probably, like. So, it says um, that she basically uh, placed behind Selena Gomez. And then she was actually discovered by Mandy uh, TV um, and Brian TV, who are Selena Gomez's mom and uh, her um, her stepdad. So they basically became uh, Grammy's managers. And she also did like backup vocals for Selena Gomez. And they were really good friends. I didn't know any of that about her. I didn't know that either. So like I was just like, okay, that's freaking cool. Yeah. Very Um, I mean, I don't know. Like her and Selena were, I guess, very close. And I remember when she had passed, Selena had posted pictures of them together. (sighs) So um, Christina was 19 when she got her big break on The Voice of um, season six. When she performed Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Levine basically told her she had major stage presence, which if you watched it, like she was working the stage. Yeah. Like she was amazing. Mm-hmm. When Christina ended her performance, all four of the chairs had turned around for her. Um, she basically had picked team Adam, even though she was torn between him and Usher. Mm-hmm. So she, she ended up picking Adam because I mean, Adam's very, <laughs> very dreamy. But I mean, I think Adam just kind of like he... He talks his way into, like, getting people. Well, yeah. And obviously, I mean, when you have a situation like that, you're going to go with who you think is going to do best for you. Yeah. And, you know, depending on what each one of them said, you know, if he's talking about her stage presence and if she's talking about the fact that she's an introvert, Mm -hmm. maybe that's something that she thought that he would be able to work on with her of, like, maybe he can help me be more comfortable on the stage and and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, and also for anybody who has never seen The Voice, because like there's people like my boyfriend who don't watch it, but I'm like highly obsessed with just watching Mm -hmm. the auditions. It's, Mm -hmm. there's four judges. Someone comes out and they start singing. And then if the judge likes your voice, they hit a button and they turn around for you. Mm -hmm. And then if you are lucky enough to get more than two, you kind of get your pick on who you want to go with. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched the first season and then I stopped watching. Well, first and like part of the second and then I stopped watching it. I just watched the the turnarounds yeah like those i I love the i love the auditions yeah yeah the auditions are basically all i watch and then after that i'm out Mm -hmm. and i usually just watch them on youtube yeah because they're just like you know they're entertaining yeah for sure but they also never post anybody 
bad either. Well, they don't really have anybody on there that's bad. Yeah. That's the, and honestly, that's why... This is such a rant. That's actually why I like the voice better than, like, I never liked American Idol. Because <sighs> I hated the fact that they would purposely put bad people on TV just to make good TV. Mm-hmm. Which I know that that's not usually the common I, answer. Most people like the bad. Editions. I thought you were going to say don't. America's Got Talent. I'm obsessed oh, with America's no, Got I'm Talent. I actually never watched America's that's Got like Talent. That's, like, my favorite. Is it? Yeah. Mm. But, um... Yeah, so t- the girl who played Tommy Pickles was on The Voice. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I did know that. I did know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, have been on The Voice. Um, so she was on it, and then she basically had finished third in that season. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically at the end of her performance, she had mentioned how her mother had been battling breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And she was doing The Voice so her mom could kind of, like, just see her yeah. do those things. Um, so Kat Perkins was one of the other contestants on The Voice, and she ended up being roommates with her. Okay. And they basically became, like, best friends. Like, she said that, like, she basically was, like, her little sister. Gotcha. Because Kat was, like, a little bit older than, um, Christina was. Mm -hmm. Um, but she said, uh, she was probably one of the goofiest people I'd ever met. She was so funny, so goofful, and so playful. She also started to kind of, uh, lead kind of this daily worship with other contestants, because we didn't have a sort of religion or faith things going on they didn't take anyone to church for those four weeks so she started to um lead the worships within that's sweet so like that just kind of like shows the person that she is right yeah just a really sweet girl we're gonna get on to kevin um so kevin james lobel uh grew up in a home that was very abusive Mm -hmm. um his mother died at their home in 2010 from an aspirin overdose. I don't, I didn't know that you could. Wow. I mean, I, I feel like you'd have to take a lot of aspirin. Wow. To overdose on it. I'm not, obviously, like you, Nikki, also yeah. not an expert. I believe you. Yeah. I'm just so utterly shocked by that fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. But his friend said that he basically held the weight of it because he had told his mother to kill herself. So he held like a lot of like Mm. that inside. Mm -hmm. Um, He was also very introverted, but he was also very awkward. Yeah. Um, Mm. He only had like one friend and it actually was like his brother's friend that he had slowly become friends with just because Mm -hmm. he was around his brother. So Mm -hmm. Um, he worked at the Best Buy and he worked for the Geek Squad. Um, It said that he... Basically, had changed his appearance months leading up to seeing Christina. He got LASIK eye surgery. Um, he got hair plugs, which, mind you, this guy was, like, only 27. Hmm. And he lost 50 pounds. So wow. he told his friends he did this so he could gain stardom on YouTube by streaming video games and gain, uh, basically gain uh, Christina's attention. Gotcha. Because she is very much into so video games. was his intention, he even vocalized his intention from the very beginning was to get her attention? He only vocalized it to one friend. Gotcha. So, okay. like, a lot of the people around him didn't realize that he even liked her or mm-hmm. had any interest in was. her or... hmm Yeah. Wow. Um, so, basically, what doctors, like, therapists and psychiatrists and... Um, I, don't, I don't really know what they are. What are they? Whoever diagnoses you with stuff. They basically said that he was, like, delusional. Wow. And yeah. he basically had this imaginary relationship with right. Christina. Wow. So, like, in his mind, like, they were together. Um, so he was atheist, but became a Christian because of Christina. And he had told, um, he said he, she helped him see the world in a different way. I thought you had a sneeze. No. <laughs> so I was like. I know we're waiting for, like, it's coming. Oh, no. 
Um, he told his best friend, if there is a God, he sees it in her. So, like, already just kind of like. There's a lot of red flags. <laughs> Joey yeah. just <laughs> picked up a red Kit Kat. <laughs> um, so he bought two separate handguns at two separate stores in St. Petersburg. Um, one on May 25th and one on June 1st. Okay. Um, each were purchased legally. Um, he waited the five-day pe- waiting period okay. to get them. So on June 9th, 2016, Kevin paid a taxi $200 uh, to drive him from St. Petersburg to a courtyard by Marriott on Mongolia Avenue in downtown Orlando. $200. Wow. Which I'm like, I feel like renting a car would be a little bit cheaper, but you obviously can tell that he had a plan set in place. Yeah. Um, so the show was on June 10th, 2016 at the Plaza in downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, the security did check bags, but they did not have a metal detector for the show. Um, there were a couple hundred fans there. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Was this or was this not the day after the pole shooting? It was the day before. Okay. So so I knew that this happened that same weekend. There was I a, remember it happened that same weekend. And that's why, because you just said there was no uh, metal detectors. And I was about to be like, I can't believe they didn't have them since it had just There happened. was actually a lot that's of right. things that had happened in Orlando that weekend. And I'm going to I'm gonna get to those other okay. things that happened. No, 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 you're fine. There was just, there was a lot of weird things. And I actually went to downtown Orlando mm-hmm. that weekend. Wow. I went to downtown Orlando. Christina happened on Friday. Pulse happened on Saturday, and then I was in Orlando on Sunday Dang. for a concert. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I've never seen Orlando so quiet. Like locked down and quiet. It was There was nobody on the street, and then people who were on the street were running to where they were going. Oh like God. that was, and honestly, like I had been so back and forth the whole entire day before I went to the show. Mm-hmm. Because then there were also bomb threats being made that day, too, in Orlando, like in Orlando on Sunday. Because something happened Thursday, something happened Friday, Mm -hmm. something happened uh, Saturday, and then something happened on Tuesday. Right. So it's like all chaotic. Like they say that it was like the darkest day in Orlando. And anybody who's like from Florida knows that that's like a major tourist area. Yeah. It's always popping. Yeah. And honestly, if the... If the venue I went to was not next door to a fire department, it literally was det- like attached to a fire department and the the parking garage was like right across the street from the venue, I probably wouldn't have gone. Right. And I knew the kid that was putting on the show and I was kind of like, what are you doing to ensure nothing happens? Yeah. And he literally was very open and like he literally gave people the set times. He was like, if you're coming for this band, come at this time. Yeah. Like he was very much like, it was only crazy. be here when you need to be here, basically. Yeah. yeah. Which another thing that I that I heard from like my favorite murder. I can't remember if Karen said it or Georgia said it. They say when you go in somewhere, like someone had told them, if you go in somewhere, you don't go like you don't go back to the door. Like if something's happening, you don't go back to the door that you Mm -hmm. came in Mm -hmm. because everybody just remembers that door. Right. So now whenever I go into venues, I'm looking for doors. I'm looking for ways out. And that's I mean, it's crazy that that's the way that you have to think. I mean, there was a guy at the concert the night that I had went that was wearing this jacket and me and my friend were like literally staring him down the whole time. Yeah. Because I was like, why are you wearing a jacket in Florida? It's like 90 degrees. It's June. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just there was a lot that happened that weekend. It was very. um, But they said uh, so there's no metal detectors. There was a couple hundred fans there. Um, Christina was opening for this band called Before You Exit. Mm hmm. 
Um, supposedly, this band is played at Justice. And if you don't know what Justice is, it's a little girl clothing store. So, like, these are the kind right. of, like... This is the crowd that you're dealing with. Yeah, like, right. you're dealing with, like, people who have literally dropped their kids off Yeah, to, like, come to the show because it's, like... Kid-friendly. Yeah, kid-friendly. Yeah. So, um, there was video of him standing at the back of the venue... Like, you can see, like, someone was recording from the stage. And, like, you see all the kids with their signs. And you see him just standing in the back. Right. So, mm. um, after the show ends, uh, fans line up to meet Christina. Kevin lines up with them. Um, Christina basically opens her arms to greet him. And he shoots five times. Oh, my God. Uh. Yeah. Um, so, three of them hit Christina. Oh. Uh, one of them shot her in the head. And she got shot in the chest twice. Oh, my. And there's, mind you, there's, like. Yeah. Nope. There's people around. Oh, my God. So, Mark, Christina's brother, who was there, he was. He, he was there. He was there. Because he, so her brother, her brother is basically, like, her, her manager while she's on tour. Yeah. He basically makes sure that, like, she eats and she, like, stays kind of, like, on a schedule. And the worst part about this was this show was their very last show of this tour. They were going back home the next day. Mm. And like he's he he even said he was like, I was distracted because I I was texting like I had people texting me like we're just trying to figure things out. So it's like, he you know, but it's not he wasn't going to be able. To it's not stop it's not him. his fault. Like, no. And that's the thing that they talk about is like there's nothing that would have. I mean, now there's like some preventative things, but it's like you, an in situation, in that situation of a meet and greet situation, you're not thinking that that's the yeah. You're not thinking that that's a possibility. Yeah. And even if he wasn't on his phone, even if he was literally standing right next to her, yeah. The only thing that could have happened was one of those bullets may have hit him too. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I, I don't. I mean, of yeah. course, you understand. Well, like having the guilt, but when I was talking to my boyfriend about it, I said this brings me back to like when John Lennon was shot. Yeah. I just, I was like, this is what it reminds me of. I'm like, some crazed fan yeah. killed this person for no for no reason. Yeah. Mark basically had jumped on Kevin. Um, Kevin managed to get Mark off of him, and mm-hmm. he basically pulled out another gun and put it to his temple and shot. So his intentions of going there were completely premeditated. I didn't know that he killed himself. He killed himself. I did not. I honestly thoroughly did not know that. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing, and it's like, Christina happened and then Pulse happened. Yeah. It just, it was such a chaotic weekend for Orlando that nobody could like. You couldn't keep up with what was happening. The mayor literally was just like, I couldn't. Like, you can't fathom any of this stuff that was happening in Orlando. It just, it was like one thing after another. Oh my God. And those poor kids that were there. Mm -hmm. Like one of the girls I was listening to on the podcast, like they had um, interviewed her, which also, um, if you want any more information, like the Christina Grimmie, the murder of the rising star Orlando uh, Centennial podcast. It's it goes so in depth. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's such a good podcast. It's like it literally is like five episodes. So it's like two and a half hours of just information of information. So it it literally was just it was so good. Um, I kind of just picked like things that I felt were I don't know, like, I guess the most important. Yeah. Um, But I mean, they they literally went into a lot more of Mm. the stuff. The father of the band before you exit was a doctor. Yeah. So when he heard everything, he basically had looked out from behind the stage and realized that like everybody was running. Mm. And so once he realized like once like everybody had kind of like left, they um 
Like, he had saw two bodies on the floor. So he basically had rushed out and he had checked Kevin for a pulse and he had no pulse. But then he went to Christina because he realized it was Christina that was on the floor and he checked her for a pulse. She had a weak pulse. Um, But she unfortunately passed away. Um, So she had passed away at the Orlando Regional Medical Center. So the detective that was basically put on that uh, that case had said that it was the first case that he's ever done where he's gotten a national news alert while wow. he's at the at the venue trying to figure out what happened. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was like yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so Brian Teefee, which is um, Christina's manager, mm-hmm. he basically came out and said, uh, words cannot begin to describe the pain I am feeling. I learned this business through the eyes of a father. Christina was like a second daughter to me. All I wanted to do was assist her in achieving her musical dreams while protecting her from the pitfalls associated with the business. I never could have imagined this horrific event being one of the pitfalls needing to be avoided. I have the worst goosebumps right now. Both arms. I literally, as I was listening to the podcast and reading about all of this stuff, like I literally was just like goosebumped all day. Mm. Because it's just, it's such a crazy like... Yeah, and, like, so I obviously I knew the story. It's just you didn't know all these. Yeah, and, like, again, like I said, I only watched the first season of The Voice. So I didn't know yeah. who Christina Grimmy really was except for knowing that she was on The Voice. Oh, yeah. Because after she died, that was the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, then I started watching videos of her, and she was, she was oh, my God, so talented. She's but, so talented. Um, Like, literally. No, maybe it's just Pulse completely rocked my world. Um, It rocked a lot of people's world. So I think that I may have just been so swept up in all of that happening. Yeah. Um, that I don't think that I ever got all of the real Christina Grimmy facts. I don't think a lot of people did. And this, it's blowing my mind right now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So detectives found his hotel key in his pocket and they basically went back to the hotel he was staying at. So the guy at the front desk was like, don't tell me that this kid was involved in the shooting. Like, because this is the vibes that this kid gives off. Right. Like, they, people just, like, know. Like, even his, like, best friend who was at work was like, he said it didn't register on him that it was him. But he was like, oh, I can only imagine, like, how Kevin's feeling that this is happening right now. Because, like, he was the only person that knew right. how obsessed. Right. He was with her. Right. Um, so basically, the detectives drove down to St. Petersburg to interview his father and brother. And uh, Kevin never mentioned Christina to them at all. Wow. And I remember watching, like, a news clip. And they basically had, like, you know, we're sorry for the family, like, on their front door. Because they were getting that many people yeah. to their door. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they searched his bedroom... He, so this is the one, like, they found a lot of, like, not off things, but, like, he had a mattress on a floor. He had, like, his game, his, his, like, games and stuff set up. Not, like, anything. Like, he didn't have anything of Christina there. Right. Basically, they searched his room, and they, they found a flyer for a burial service that offered loved one's ashes put around a tree. Yeah, like, just. So he was planning on his family seeing that, and. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just very off. Um, So the cops basically couldn't get into his phone because his phone was encrypted. And he had destroyed his hard drive on his computer before leaving home. Geek squad, man. So, like, he literally just, like... Don't fuck with the squad. Yeah. Then what happened the next night was the Pulse nightclub shooting. Yeah. So 50 people died and 58 were injured. It just was, again, a really dark, but it kind of, like, overshadowed. It did. Complete, it was like, very Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Mother Teresa, Princess Di. It, I mean, yeah. 
it's and that's why like i don't think as many people knew everything surrounding the case yeah like i could tell you about like i could tell you about the pulse club shooting oh, yeah i looked at like i can give you probably a real time yeah by minute and especially like uh the one thing that people were talking about was like nationally it was like a news but then like when you are in the state of florida oh the amount God, of like yeah. it was on every single news channel mm-hmm. and like i said i went to like orlando the next day after pulse yeah and I went to Disney Springs. Yeah. And, like, literally, like, it was just, it was the most eeriest. Yeah. Like, the amount of security and the amount mm-hmm. of cops that were out. Like, literally, like, I'm pretty sure in downtown Orlando, they had certain streets even closed off. I'm sure. With cop cars. I'm sure. It was crazy. And then, yeah. like, people, there were, like, bomb threats. It was just, it was an insane weekend. Mm-hmm. So, again, people say that it was the darkest weekend in Orlando. Um, Friday night, Christina Grimmy was shot. Uh, Saturday night was the Pulse nightclub shooting. And Tuesday, a small boy was killed by an alligator at the Grand Floridian. That's when that happened, too? Yeah, Shut at Walt Disney your World. Face. I didn't realize that was yeah. that week, too. Yeah, and then Thursday, someone had SWAT called on them because they were, like, holding their two kids captive. It literally was, like, everything that could happen yeah. happened. Wow. The whole I did not first of all I didn't realize that was that long ago. The alligator eating the kid. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Mm-hmm. And I also, again, did not realize that that was the same weekend as Same Pulse. week. Wow. Crazy. Well, because they were talking about one of the girls that were on the newspapers. Like she literally it was her first week back. Oh my god. Yeah. And she got called to like all <laughs> of these on her first week back. So I'm like crazy but i think she works for like a really big news company oh, now like Orlando yeah, i don't now i don't think i don't think it's yeah. i don't think it's that i think it's like new york times or something mm-hmm. like she's like i think that that kind of helped her career also and oh, yeah, being that's a lot of practice yeah and unfortunately a lot of people in florida like when you're well i don't know about you because you you came here when you we were what 19 21 21 so like in elementary school and in middle school they teach you to like how to run away from an alligator. Yeah, we don't get taught that. Yeah, so you... But that's why, like... Because I, I remember so many people being like, this little boy got ate by an alligator. I don't understand it, but it's like, these people aren't from here, so they don't know that these are, like, water yeah, in our waters. But also, at the same time, wasn't the alligator not on land? He went into the water, too, They went right? into the water. They Because it's, like, a little beach area at the yeah. Grand, Grand Floridian, yeah. which, like, anyone who's not a Disney person... <laughs> The Grand Floridian's like one of the most expensive. It's the fanciest hotel on property. Prop, yeah. yeah, it's one of the three that's around the Loop, which is like contemporary Polynesian, and then Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. That's why now they have like the like it's completely closed yeah, off. Yeah, you can't get near the. You can't get water. near the water at all. But most Floridians, you know, you know that like they're just kind of sitting there. The really awesome things that did come out of this was like her family still continued to release music after she had passed away. Okay. Um, there was actually a song that was just released. I was listening to her on Spotify today. It was released September 15th of this year. Wow. Like literally like, what, a week ago? Yeah. Yeah. They released another song. Wow. Yeah. Her family released an animated music video to her YouTube page, and it had her as a superhero with a magic hoverboard who fights monsters and restores power to a futuristic city. It's so cute. Right? <laughs> it's so her. <laughs> Um, and it said the proceeds helped to launch Christina Grimmy Foundation, a nonprofit um, that the family established in her memory. Wow. Um, so the foundation has two causes, and it's to provide financial and emotional support to families suffering after gun violence mm-hmm. and to support those diagnosed with breast cancer. And like she has like her fans are still like they're called like Team Grimmy. Mm-hmm. So like they're they're still like every year they go to the plaza and do like 
a celebration on the day that she had passed and like they're just like they're very connected and they still like kind of carry on her memory which is really nice well that's the one thing that's always really cool about acts that stay indie acts is that you always have that connection with your fans yeah i think that that's very cool that they are keeping that alive for her yeah very special and like that was the one thing that like when she was on the voice she couldn't have contact really with anyone right Kat had said, like, her, she had kind of, like, her personality had kind of shifted. And then once she was able to get back in contact with her fans and have yeah. that, like, connection, like, she saw her, like, so much happier. And, like, because yeah. she would also play video games and she would be on Twitch mm-hmm. and, like, stream her playing video games and stuff. Right. So she was, like, yeah, super cool girl. Um, So her, her mom ended up passing of breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, She passed in September of 2018. And I think her mom had, like, I think Christina had said, like, her mom had been battling it for, like, a while. I think that they had, like, removed it, and then it came back, and mm. cancer is just, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, in 2016, six months after Christina's murder, her family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the co- uh, the concert promoter, um, the foundation that owns the plaza, and the security company working the show. So in January 2017, uh, the venues requested that the judge dismiss the lawsuit, claiming Florida law does not allow business owners to be held liable for attacks on their property. The lawsuit dismissed uh, was dismissed, but her family was allowed to refile the lawsuit. And it said in 2018, the Grimmie file uh, family filed a new complaint that the judge allowed them to move forward with. In their lawsuit, the uh, Grimmie family alleges that the defendants, AEG Live, in the Orlando uh, Philharmonica Orchestra Place Foundation failed to take adequate security measures to ensure the safety of the performers and the attendees at the concert venue. And it says, according to court records, Grimmie's family um, voluntarily dismissed the case in 2019. Okay. But if you think about it, like after Christina happened and then after Pulse happened, you saw a lot of security change. Oh, yeah, Things for sure. shifted. And people will always complain about that. Like, I'm like, I don't care. You can, like, body search me. Because, like, I would rather know that I'm safe than, like... Yeah. My dad and I had gone to a baseball game a couple of years ago. And I don't remember what had recently happened. Um, It wasn't Pulse because it was just because of the time of the year. Yeah. But something had recently happened. And we were walking up to security. And it's the same thing, right? You have to take off your baseball hats. And you have to do the wand and the whole Yeah. And, you know, there was people in front of us, and you can hear them kind of mm-hmm. bitching about having to do all this stuff. And my dad, shockingly, because my dad's not this guy, he was so, he kind of leaned back, and he's like, they strip search me all they want to. I'd rather that than, and know that we're safe than yeah. us be sitting there, and God forbid something happened. So yeah. I was, you know, and I, I agree with you 100%. Like, I'm the exact same way. I will take an ounce of inconvenience for Mm -hmm. a mile of safety. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like, and the one thing that they were talking about with that concert specifically was Mm -hmm. like, they didn't view anything as being a threat. Because like, this is like... A kid's show. It's a kid's show. Yeah. So like, they didn't have the proper security. Mm -hmm. But like, one of the girls had mentioned like, that the security guards were getting on people about drinks and food. You know, things like that. And I was just like... So um, something else that was mentioned and I was like kind of shocked because I never heard this. Okay. Um, So with everything that like had happened with Christina two years later, because things are now kind of slightly in people are a little bit more aware of things now. Oh, yeah. Because like 
it's off. So, um, so in 2018, there was another guy by the name of Michael Sean Hunt from Riverview, um, who took a taxi to Orlando to see Lana Del Rey. Um, police got a tip in regards to his post on Facebook about how he wanted to get together and be as one. Um, when he was approached, he had a three inch hunting knife. My goodness. Oh, and what's with the taxis? I don't know. Like Uber's a thing. Yeah. I don't, maybe Uber's more expensive than a taxi is. No, it but can't it's like, possibly be. But to me, it's like, if you're getting in a taxi, like that's, that, I feel like that's a one way. Well, I was actually just going to say, so was that the indication of like, I'm planning on not coming back here because I'm going to do something that's going to get me to not be able to come back here? Well, and the one thing with Kevin was that he, when he had went to see his best friend, they basically said that it sounded like he was almost saying goodbye to him. So they were thinking that he was more suicidal than he was homicidal. Right. Because it's just kind of like, you know, so that's, that's my story. Wow. That's sad. That's crazy. Like I said, I, of course, always knew about Christina Grimmie. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I feel, I feel badly of the fact that you, you know, allow yourself to have it be overshadowed by all these other things. And I mean, I guess that just goes to show how ridiculously crazy things are these mm-hmm. days. Um, but thank you very much for sharing that story. Oh, you're welcome. Because it makes me now want to go and learn even more about her yeah. and, and stuff like that. So um, so there is actually a cover that she did that I'm super obsessed with. And mm-hmm. she, she basically did a cover of Drake's Hold On, We're Going Home. That's awesome. Yeah. And it was like really good. She did it for The Voice and like mm-hmm. you can find it on Spotify. Nice. Well, I will definitely, like I said, I appreciate you telling the story because it's definitely allowing me to have the desire to really truly deep dive into her catalog mm-hmm. and, and learn even more about her story. And I think I'm definitely going to check out that podcast now that I'm like caught up on all the other ones that I listen to. So it's really good. Yeah. Well, um, all right. So that is all the time that we have for today. Thank you all so much again for listening to the podcast. We appreciate every single one of you. If you have not yet, please go ahead and subscribe. Make sure that you like the um, the podcast. Make sure that you leave a review. All of that good fun stuff that helps us out. We really do appreciate it. And we hope to see you all here next time. Sweet, Sweet dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.